We're talking about principles to live by. And the first principle we're talking about is knowing who you are. And we're talking from Psalm 8 where David described us as creatures of destiny, that God made us and that his stamp is on us, that we are in his image. And then we're also creatures of dust as well as dignity. Creatures of dignity means we're special. Creatures of dust means that we are also sinners. Uh, Robert Browning, the poet, used to say that it was the realism of the Bible that won him to Christ. And in a time when others talked of nothing, of nothing about sin and treated lightly the things that were wrong with man, he said the Bible's realistic approach to us and look at us helped him know what was right and what was wrong. You see, the Bible never covers over even the failures of its heroes. You look at the great heroes of the faith, you see Moses lose his temper, you see Abraham lie, you see on and on and on every single person who is a great man of God sometimes has some failure in his life. Nobody has reached the state of absolute perfection. And because of that, as creatures of dust, we have to keep coming back to God for forgiveness and depending on him every day. And that's why Jesus came. But also, the Bible teaches that we are creatures of decision. And this is so significant. I, I don't know how I can emphasize this enough, because God has given us and endowed us with an amazing power and privilege, and that is to make choices and to accept the responsibility of our choices. You see, many people blame everybody else and everything else for what's wrong with them. Well, it's, it's where I grew up. It's who my parents were. That's what's wrong with me. Well, certainly they had an impact on your life. But, you know, you've long since left that environment. You can't blame them forever. Or maybe you say, well, it was, I was hurt so bad by that person, and that's what's wrong with me. That's why I act like I act. Well, certainly you were hurt by them, and that influenced you, and that had an impact on your life, but you can't blame them forever. You see, really blaming others is just an excuse for not facing the truth about ourselves. And as creatures of decision, God gave us a likeness to himself, and one of the most important of those parts of us that's like God is the, is the ability to choose. The animal world does not have that. They lived on instincts more than they live on choices. We live on choices. We make decisions. Some people excuse themselves by saying, well, the devil made me do it, or other people forced me to do it. We still ultimately have the choice. It all comes back to us. We are responsible we can choose. Moses said, choose life or death. It's up to you. Joshua said, choose you this day whom you will serve. But me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Elijah said to Israel, how long will you limp along between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. If Baal's God, follow him. In other words, make a choice. Jesus said to, Jesus, Jesus said to his disciples, uh, follow me and you'll become fishers of men. You have to make a choice. And so choices are a key, and choices really indicate that you and I understand who we are, the significance of our choices, the power of our choices, the result of our choices, living with the consequences of our choices. You see, some of us are deeply in debt because we're living with the consequences of poor financial choices. Some of us are living with physical illnesses because we're living the result of certain choices that we made that produced physical results, and on and on and on we could go. 
But once we recognize that and we begin to make the choices that God wants us to, and how do we do that? We depend on him. We call upon him. We ask him for guidance. We ask him for wisdom. I heard about a man who walked off a, a cliff and broke his leg in daylight. It, there was no reason he should have walked off this cliff. <coughs> it was obvious what was going to happen, but he did it, and people said, what a terrible punishment God put on this man. No, God didn't put a punishment on this man. The man didn't look where he was going. He made a choice to not be careful. He made a choice to just step off the cliff. We make choices every day that have hurtful, harmful effects on us and others, and that's part of our likeness to God. What if you didn't have a choice? What if you couldn't choose today? What if you were just a robot? What if you were just someone whose, whose strings were pulled by somebody else? And some of us almost live that way because we give over our choices to others, and we should never do that because God wants us to make those choices because we're going to be responsible for those choices, whether we allow other people to make them for us or not. <clears throat> but we're also, <clears throat> David says, a creature of destiny, for he talks about how significant we are. You see, you are made to live forever. You are immortal, and God has a purpose for you and for me, and he's made us with a divine design, and it's not mere chance. And we have worth and meaning and value so much that he intends for us to live throughout eternity. We don't just live today and tomorrow and a few years and then die, and that's it. He has a plan for us to live eternally with him in heaven if we put our faith and trust in him. And Charles Darwin in 1859 wrote what became the textbook of evolution called The Origin of the Species. And it had some truth and it had some things that were not true, but it certainly has had a tremendous effect on what people think about, uh, about the evolution of man and about the origins of man. But really more important than that in some ways is the destiny of the species. It's not only where we come, came from, but where we're going. Paul said, I know in whom I've believed, and I'm persuaded that he's able to keep all that I've committed unto him against that day. Job said, I know that my Redeemer lives, and I'm going to stand with him in the latter day upon the earth. You see, the Bible is quite clear, and that is that, if, that we are going to live forever. Now, the Bible says we have a choice. There's where this divine choice comes in again. We can choose Christ. We can choose to trust him, the God of heaven and earth who came in the person of his son Jesus, died for us on the cross. We can choose him and receive eternal life in heaven, or we can refuse to choose him. And all we have to do to not choose him is nothing. You know, we don't have to swing our fist at God. We don't have to curse God. We just do nothing, and we'll spend eternity separated from God. So I ask you today, have you made that choice to give your life to Christ? Because that decision determines your destiny. But also Jesus added to what David said by saying, as he answered the question who we are, he says, if you have trusted me, he says, you are my child. To as many as received Jesus, to them God gave the right to be called his children. You see, I can proudly say I'm God's child, not because I'm worthy, but because Christ said if I put my trust in him, that qualified me to be his child. The Bible says we're saints. The Bible says we belong to the Lord. The Bible says that we're people of God, and on and on and on. So when you realize who you are in Christ, 
It elevates your self-image. It makes you feel significant. You're not just a nobody. You're a special person made by God, redeemed by God, and now God's Spirit lives in you and you're special. Keep that in mind today. You're somebody special. Hold your head up high. Walk out in the world and let people know what a great God we have who's done so much for you. Have a great day. God bless you.